We're back. Coming at you, supersonic speed. Uh, so <laughs> we're talking about cats and That was incredible. For those of you that don't know that song, we just um, rapped the entire um, that one verse on Rap God by Eminem, and we hit every word. Let's let's play that back real quick in slow motion so we can hear every word. A summer luma duma luma, you assuming I'm human. What I gotta do to get it through to you, I'm superhuman. Innovative, and I'm made of rubber. So that anything you say is ricocheting off of me, and it'll glue to you. I'm devastating more than ever demonstrating. That was incredible. Amazing. That was, that was an incredible job. Uh, by us but anyways we are back baby from our siesta we were taking a nap the whole time we were actually dead the entire time we were gone i would call it hibernation from podcasting but yeah we're back we're back to life we we got pretty busy resurrected um, our phone died yeah for for like six months we just charged it it's a it's a slow charger (laughs) um need a phone update um I just want to say, while we were gone, here's the thing, okay? I don't know, I don't know what fabric of reality this podcast is holding together, but we stopped recording in May, okay? We come back in August. In May, aliens weren't real. In August, aliens are real, and they're here, and they're everywhere. Yeah, they okay. Are. For like, what happened? I'm not sure, but there's a lot of them out there, but, and the government has them. Yeah, now we're back. And so, um, any concerns you have about aliens, any uncles that and are... We're talking about extraterrestrials here. Yeah, not... <laughs> <laughs> we're back, baby. <laughs> we, are, we are back. Um, any, any crazy uncle you got that's digging a bomb shelter, tell him to stop. Tell him that Dylan and Zach are back. Released in episode uh, 41, maybe. I think it's 41. I think so. Which, is, like which is crazy. That, that means there's like... Like 20 hours of us talking on the internet, plus 20 plus hours of us talking. Yeah, and not a bit of it is important or makes any <laughs> no. sense. The, this is what the internet is for, ladies and gentlemen. They they made the internet so that guys like us can talk about whatever, and guys like you can listen to our voice. Or girls. Yeah, or girls. This is OG internet usage. Yeah. I mean, like this is like dial-up internet. This is what yeah. it was for. Like whenever the internet was first made, it was just like a bunch of random guys on the internet some of them um you know just i don't know nothing important nothing important was going on i mean we sent yeah. somebody to the moon allegedly that's what they say with the internet um but and other then than you that, had to, but you had to like call it like yeah. you had to call the internet it's crazy <laughs> but that call the, can i send somebody to the moon today <laughs> yeah who do, who do you think made that call <laughs> who was really in charge of I mean. calling calling the internet up be like hey we need to shut everybody off for a while. We're trying to get a guy on the moon. Like probably John F. Kennedy or somebody. JFK did it. Important. John F. Kennedy. Pretty sure he was dead. Ben Affleck. I don't know. I think. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. It was probably Matt Damon. Because he was in that Martian movie. Yeah, that's true. And there's also a movie about investigators who were aliens. X-Men or Men in Black with Will Smith. Probably mm-hmm. Will Smith. Maybe I think that's what happened. We've been releasing episodes this whole time, 
But Will Smith walked around with one of them flash cameras and just flashed it in all of your faces, and so you just don't remember the episodes that we've made here recently. So And we don't either. Yeah. There's three months gone. And so Will Smith probably just deleted them, so they're gone. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about um, why we were gone. It started, Zach got hitched, yeah, ladies he did. and gentlemen. To a woman. Round of applause. <laughs> yeah, to a woman. There's, um, there's, Her name's Kyle. With an extra E. Kyle with an extra E. Um, yeah, we uh, you know we got married up in Gatlinburg, the Myrtle Beach of the mountains, baby. <laughs> And um, it was it was great. Uh, the night before, we had our um, we had well, I guess it was my bachelor party, um, and it was the night before the wedding. But I'm friends with a bunch of um, I don't want to call them nerds, but I'm friends with a bunch of nerds. So we didn't go out and party. We uh, did escape rooms in Gatlinburg, and we killed it. We freaking crushed it. Okay? Yeah, and if my memory serves me correctly. I was freaking dead broke when we when we were in Gatlinburg. I had literally zero money. I had, I think I went to Gatlinburg, and this is insane. I went to Gatlinburg for a weekend with eighty dollars, and I spent like seventy dollars of it. Is that I mean, what it was close? Is that what your nana gave you, or? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I had zero dollars personally, yeah, and. One. No, listen. I had like eighty dollars, and we spent twenty bucks at a restaurant. Yeah. And these escape rooms are freaking like twenty five a piece. I mean, I was like, I was on the verge of like, hey, buddy, I know it's your wedding, but like, can you spare some change, dude? Like, it's getting close out here. It's getting tight. But here's the thing: if you've ever been to an actual bachelor party, I've never been to an actual bachelor party. Me neither. But I'm pretty sure they spent a lot more money. Like I, oh, I feel like yeah. my bachelor party was relatively cheap because we didn't hit oh, every every bar in Gatlinburg. Oh, dude! I mean, if there would have been if there would have been other activities, I would have had to sit out. I would have probably just I would have been like when you take like your really old grandparents on vacation, they just watch everything. That would have been me. I would have been like the photographer. I'd have just been on my on my phone, just holding it sideways, taking pictures of everything. <laughs> Accidentally taking selfies in between. You <laughs> yeah. scrolling through, and it's just a bunch of pictures of your face. Yeah, you could you could have walked up to or the just guy. Just my thumbs on on the camera and every one of them. <laughs> you could have walked up to the guy at the escape room, and be like, "Hey, buddy, I'm going in with him, but I pinky promise I won't look for any clues. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch anything in there. I just... I'll just sit in the back and watch. Okay, they gotta crawl through a hole. You tell me where the fire escape is. I'll go through there to the next room. <laughs> The escape rooms, th- thinking of back to them, they were pretty fun. They were they were the most fun ones that I've ever done. It's the coolest one I've ever done. And we, the, the only reason they were fun was because if it was me and Dylan, I promise you we'd still be in that escape room right now. <laughs> yeah, we would be in the first room. <laughs> but it, we went with uh, uh, Elijah and Mason. They've both been on the podcast. Um, and they're actually smart. Yeah, Elijah was like third in our class or something like that. And Mason has diabetes, so he's super smart too. Um, and that's where if you don't know what diabetes is, it's like your insulin comes out of your liver and goes into your brain. And insulin is actually full of facts and knowledge, and so it makes you way smarter. Um, but yeah, that we had them with us, and like, like I did, I did crack a couple clues, and I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm not throwing shade at Dylan, but I don't think he did any of them. Oh, buddy, hold on. Hold on. Okay. I got to defend myself. Now, look, in the second game, when we were in the same room, no, I didn't do one thing. 
in the first game. I mean, that's what I was judging you off. Of. Oh well, listen. In the first game, I remember my clue because it was like it was like a uh, uh, what's it, it called? It was like a formative moment for me. Well, the tree, yeah. So, but that was not what I'm even talking about. There was a five a five letter clue or, or a five letter combination on this lock. And the hint was what goes up and down but never moves. And everybody's like, what? And I'm also like, what? And I said, the sun. That's the first thing I thought. But then I realized <laughs> that, had, five that has three letters. And it also, well, it, it doesn't move. So it's actually a decent guess is if it has five letters. Okay, but the sun doesn't move. Uh, but it was stairs, and I'm the only one in the room that figured that out. You guys would still be in there if I wasn't in there. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I was judging you off of, so we did two escape rooms because once you get out of the first one, first of all, we got done with the first escape room and uh, we figured out all the the last room or whatever and opened up the door and the guy who works there comes in and he's talking to us and he's like, he's like, all right, since you guys finished this one, if you sign up to do another room right now, we'll get you like 50% off or something like that. And, um... But the whole time he was talking to us, I felt like he was like a pastor at a mega church giving an altar call because like he just looked like he was about to cry the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, buddy, we just are you upset that we escaped from the? I didn't know what it was. Um, or he was just touched by it. Maybe he was because we we actually did like not just we escaped. We actually did really good. Like yeah, we escaped the, fir- with yeah, the a first ton one was left. yeah, the first one was great. Now the second one. I'll be honest. I didn't. There wasn't a lot that I did. I just was, kind of. Well, what I did was we started in in a cell together. It was me and Zach, and then they put the two smart people in the same cell together, and we no, had to no, work no. together. No, no, no. They're like, they're like, who wants to go in what cell? And I was like, you know, it'd be really funny if me and Dylan went in the same cell. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And so we did that. And so while we were in there, I mean, I I started to feel really stupid really quick because I wasn't finding anything. And I was like going really slow. And so what I figured out, I just came up with a strategy and once we got out of the cell it was all four of us and so i came up with a strategy that every time you looked at something and walked away i would just look in the same place and be like oh, i couldn't <laughs> couldn't find anything either I was just double double checking. Checking for him. and then whenever we got in the room with everybody y'all would be like in the corner working on the actual clue and i would just like go to the other corner and be like i'm checking the walls and just like <laughs> just make sure y'all weren't looking at me sideways like acting like I wasn't doing anything, which I wasn't, but like I didn't want it to look like I was. And um, <laughs> yeah, we, I, I guess I, I kind of got a taste of what it would have been like if me and Dylan went into the escape room, because like you said, there there was two cells, and Mason and Elijah were in the cell next to ours, and there's like basically this hole in the no, not even a hole in the wall. It's like the cells opened up to a bigger room. So the only way we could we could talk to him was like through the cell, like the like the the wall, or the the bars or whatever, and we could just, we couldn't see him or anything, but they could hear us. And thankfully, the guy that put us in there, I think he kind of got a read on the situation, and he put me and Dylan in the cell where it was required that the other two got out, and then they helped us get out. Or maybe we just were bad at it and we didn't get out until they came over there. Yeah, I really don't know. Um, but there really wasn't a whole lot. In in our cell, <laughs> Dylan just died. So I have um, malaria. It'll be three more months before we release another episode. Um, malaria is back. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> malaria is back. Um, but yeah, we did escape rooms. 
Um, and then we just kind of walked around for a little bit. And now, now that you said that you had no money, I kind of get why you're like, ah, oh, guys, let's just go back to the hotel. Let's just hang out there. <laughs> Did I say that? I really don't remember saying that. We were like walking around and I was like, let's go in here. And I think everyone was kind of in the same boat. Cause I, f- I kind of forgot that like I was the only one not in college. So I had like a full-time job. So I had like a decent amount of money. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, let's go do this. And they're like, nah. <laughs> Hey man, I was just like, well, I I really don't remember saying no, but I do remember like sitting back and being like, I pray to God they say no, because <laughs> if they say no, I don't have to be like, hey, couple bucks, man, like I, I you know I'm good for it. I'll, I'll get you back. We went to uh, we went to Dick's Last Resort to eat because I never actually been there. Yeah. Um, and if you ever get the chance to go, it's fun. But the food is like below Applebee's good. Like the food is is not great at all, and it's kind of expensive. Well, it, it's it's overpriced. But honestly, I thought I got chicken Alfredo. I thought it was banging. I mean, I thought. But it was- don't expect like I know it's like the whole point is for them to be like negative, but still don't expect good service even through yeah. the negativity. Because yeah. <laughs> we waited probably an hour and a half for chicken parmesan or whatever. Yeah, I, it's like. I, th- I think they just opened up and they're like, man, we're kind of terrible with this whole waiting thing. Let's just make that our whole thing. Because I thought it was going to be like, they're rude to you, but they still like fill up your drinks. And like, like we, we literally got our chicken, uh, our, our chicken Parmesan or whatever we had, or Alfredo, we had, we had the same thing. And we sat there for like 15 minutes without silverware. Like everyone was already done and we just didn't have silverware. And I was like, I don't know if this is part of the joke, but I'm about to eat my own arm off. So I hope he brings it soon. Yeah, and then I remember I walked up to him because we seen him, and I walked over to him, and I was like, hey, can we get some silverware? And he was like, he was like, yeah, and then just turned around. And so I followed him, and he walked in the kitchen. <laughs> and then the other people were like, dude, what are you doing? And I was like, he told me, I'm getting some silverware. And they were like, go sit down, you idiot. <laughs> like, that's literally what they said. I was like, all right, <laughs> fine, jerk. Like, <laughs> I guess I'll just go eat with my hands. <laughs> Dylan cried at the table. He got yeah, <laughs> which I didn't because the dude came back with the silverware and threw it at us, and and that's like pretty. That's like general there. I mean, when we sat down, the first thing he said, well, I, not the first thing, he gave us our drinks, and he was like, "You better take it easy because I'm not feeling these back up." And buddy, he was serious. <laughs> he was like, like, like when I when I say it's it's like bad service, like they make fun of you, and they also just like straight up don't refill you like actually that's a lie i have been one other time but i went at like lunchtime when no one was there so it was kind of boring but the chick that was my server she was like she was like i'm not filling up your drink and she's like she's like if you want to refill you got to go over there and it was like one of those where it wasn't fully in the kitchen but it was in that like little doorway before you go to the kitchen and so anytime i wanted to refill i had to get up and like step into the kitchen and like get a refill <laughs> and she was like she was like cool with it um but it's an interesting, and then and then uh, one of our, I think it was Elijah got like double charged, like he charged. Oh yeah, he charged Elijah for like his food and someone else's food. It was yeah, they charged him for him and Mason's, and then Mason got charged for Mason's too. So it was like Elijah paid like seventy dollars. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I don't know if that was part of it, but that's probably the best joke that guy's ever pulled in his life yeah i mean i would call it overstepping but i mean it's it's really funny to just be like all right let's just do credit card fraud as a it's the next step dude he's trying to get promoted he's probably manager now yeah um 
I think he did like like call their office or whatever, and they were like super nice, and they gave him a refund. But that was still funny. Yeah. Um, and then the day of the wedding, we really do a whole lot. Um, we played tennis. Yeah, we we did play tennis. We were like we were like on a tennis court playing tennis and pickleball, and I was getting married in like like two and a half hours, and we were all like shirtless and super sweaty playing tennis. While my uh, my wife and and all of her girls were like frantically putting on makeup and stuff. Yeah, I have a really good picture of Dylan shirtless with his his shirt like over his head. Yeah, and he likes to show a lot of people. Yeah, I occasionally will change it to my lock screen and show everybody. Um, but yeah, I got I got married. Um, it's funny you can look at the pictures and like all of me and like all the groomsmen were all like kind of kind of tearing up. And Dylan's in the back checking out the scenery. Like there, are, there are pictures where we're, everyone's like looking at the ceremony, and Dylan's like standing. Okay, up but to look, see let me defend myself a little bit, okay? And I'm not complaining about where I got put, okay? But I got put on the end because for some freaking reason we did it by height. That's what they said, and so I'm a midget. I mean, a little little person. And uh, so, so I got put on I'm the very end. I have to bleep that out. Yeah, probably. And so I got put on the very end. And so, like, I just can't see a lot of what's going on. And so, like, as Kylie's walking down the aisle, I look over. Mason and Elijah are freaking crying, like, tears pouring down their face. And I'm like, I can't even see the woman. Like, I like I don't know what they're crying about. Like, I don't know if she's holding a sign that says, like, I have malaria. Or if she just looks like a beautiful bride coming down the aisle. I can't tell. Malaria's back. Like, I do not know what's going on. And so, I was like, you know what? If I can't see... I'm just going to check out the decor for a little bit. And so I'm like looking at the ceiling, looking at the stained glass windows, trying to see if there's any beautiful women in the crowd. <laughs> and then I, so I'm just doing that. And then she gets up to the front and like, it's still kind of hard to see. Cause I'm like tucked away in the corner. And I mean, at this point I probably could have been paying attention a little bit more. And I, I was like paying attention. I was also just like really nervous. So I was like, you know, I don't know why I was nervous, yeah. but I was like, I don't know. I was. It felt like I was giving. It felt like the way Chris was giving away Kylie. It felt like I was giving away Zach, and so I was just nervous about the whole thing. And I've been getting grilled about it for three and a half months, man. So I'm here to I'm here to get this off my chest and like to state my piece, dude. And that's it. I think. I mean, like that's it. I was nervous and I couldn't see a lot because I'm not very tall. And then. The not very tall people got put on the very end. <laughs> so the not very tall people had nothing to do but look at the <laughs> daggum pictures hanging on the wall. Um, and then after the wedding, uh, obviously we had the reception, which I, maybe I'm a little biased, but I think that's the best reception I've ever been to. Um, I'm, I mean, I may be biased because it was my reception. But we like... Usually, it's like this weird thing in weddings where they can't get people to dance. It's like, I don't know why people come to weddings and they're like, you know what? I know this only happens one time in your life and there's a dance floor and there's music, but I'm not dancing. People do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's the first wedding I ever danced at. Yeah. Which Other is than when I was seven, I break danced at my cousin's wedding and I don't know how to break dance. Is there, a video, is there a video of that online? I wish there was. <laughs> um,. And but like but like we had we literally I I'm 
I essentially DJed my own wedding because we didn't have a DJ. We just had like a big speaker and it was like a good quality speaker too. And, um, I made a playlist and the guy, I gave this guy the playlist and I was like, all right, just play this. And he was just like taking random requests from everybody for just like songs that no one's ever heard of. Like he started playing a slow song. It was Lady May by Tyler Childers. And like five different couples ran up and they were slow dancing to it. And then he like cut it and played some random rap song by some like like white guy covered in tattoos that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> and it's like. I, I, if there's anything that I'm it's like shotgun Kelly. <laughs> If there's anything that I'm picky about, it is it is like playlist and music and like the order that music is played. Like that's the only thing that I'm like super picky about. So eventually I just like connected to the speaker and I just DJed the rest of my wedding by, like from my phone in my pocket. <laughs> and um but yeah, we we literally it was like me and, and Kylie obviously and then like all of our friends, we were still dancing. When they were like taking the tables and decorations around, like down, and yeah. we were like still dancing. All like the distant family and stuff had moved out. All the family friends had gone, and it was like immediate family and people that worked at the hotel. I think were like breaking down the tables, and then our friend group was just like doing the Dougie. <laughs> it was um, it was great. It was great, honestly. Um, uh, then I went on my honeymoon. Um, that was pretty cool. I went, I went back to the same place I went to last time in Mexico. Um, nothing super crazy. Oh, we, we, we went to a, okay. So I don't know if I told you this, we went on, um, on an excursion, right? Mm -hmm. And so the travel agency that we booked through, they had like a table at the hotel and, uh, there was a guy there. And so I was like, I want to go to, um, Sugar. I can't. I can't remember. There's, there's like a big city that's like near the hotel, mm -hmm. and it's like, like a really like beachy. Like there's restaurants everywhere, shops everywhere. Um, I can't think of the name of it. I'll, I'll figure it out later. But basically, like I wanted to go there, but I didn't want to like get a taxi and drive down there because that's definitely how you get killed. Is you just find a random taxi in Mexico and then drive an hour somewhere. Yeah, and so I so I talked to this guy. I was like, I was like, hey, is there any like excursions or anything like that? Like, do you take like with you know just, just like a group of people? I didn't want to go just me and Kylie and a driver. And he was like, he was like, yeah, they do excursions every day over there for free. And I was like, sign me up. I don't know why that didn't why that wasn't a massive red flag in my head, but I was like, sign me up. And so we booked it for the next day. And so this van pulls up. This um, this van, like, full of people from resorts, like, all the way up and down the coast. And so we get in. And so, so the guy explained it to me before he left. And he's like, basically, so here's the deal. So they take you to this little uh, shop. You know, they got some handmade jewelry and some uh, some tequila tasting and stuff like that. You know, he's like he's, like, selling it. And he's like, he's like, it's a, it's this cool shop. It's all like handmade stuff. He's like, you walk around there for like an hour. They got some performers there. Um, and then, and then once you're done with that, then you all get back in the bus. 
they drive down there and then you shop and you go to like restaurants and stuff like that for like for like two hours and then they bring you back and I'm like I'm like and it's free he's like he's like yeah just tip the driver it's free and I'm like sign me up buddy so we get in it and we drive to this shop and I can and as as we walk in I'm starting to process in my mind that he did indeed tell me the truth of everything but there was a lot more details that he left out mm-hmm. so this shop is basically this massive building it's a massive jewelry store he says he says oh it's handmade jewelry and stuff like that by stuff like that he meant other handmade jewelry it's one massive jewelry store <laughs> and so you walk in and there's like there's like eight groups and so they have all these salesmen and they and they assign each group a salesman. So me and Kylie are with this chick and for an hour she takes us around and shows us every piece of jewelry in that place and she keeps putting it on Kylie's fingers and she's like she's like, You wanna buy it? And you know, like this looks really pretty. It's only like fifteen thousand dollars and I'm like like no, only like fifteen thousand. Yeah. Like it was like insanely expensive and I could tell it was like it was a hundred percent a scam. And it was like it was like I was sitting there thinking in my mind. I was like, I got scammed, but these guys are geniuses because they dropped us off here. What am I going to do? Walk back to my resort? No. Yeah. We were like, I mean, we were like 15 minutes away, but no chance I'm walking back. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, these guys got me. And so we walk around and it's the most awkward thing because I'm like, we're not buying anything in here. And so, and so this, this salesman, she makes me like feel bad about myself because I didn't buy anything and I'm like you scammed me like why am I feeling bad about yeah. <laughs> and then they like take you upstairs and there's like all these like tequilas and they're like trying to get you to try it and I'm like I'm like dog even if I wanted to buy some of this like I'm 19 like I'm not flying this back home and he's like he's like oh okay well do you want to try this one I'm like no like <laughs> I'm no stop getting me to no <laughs> and so Again, it was like super awkward. Like we're there for like an hour, um, but then we leave and we like go shopping, and it was like kind of sketchy. Um, but anyways, it was. But like the more I thought about what he said, I'm like, I'm like he was 100 percent right. Yeah. But he just left out some, and I'm like, that's why it's free. That jewelry company is like, hey, if you can trap a people, like a van full of people here for like an hour, we'll pay for the trip. Yeah, I mean that's, and I guess like. They expect you to buy stuff once yeah. they get in there and like harass you to buy stuff. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what it was. And people were buying stuff. I'm like, no, no chance. And well, and he said there he said there was live performers there. The live performer was as soon as you get into the lobby. There's this guy with like machetes and this chick in a dress, and they dance around for like 45 seconds. And I'm like, what was the point of that? And I literally I literally got a video of it because it was so awkward. I'm like, I'm like, I got a video of this. Not yeah. because I wanted to remember it, but because I'm like, I'm like, I feel so weird just standing here right now. This is the video. Oh, yeah. There's like no, there's barely even music. There is no music. Oh, well, I think there is like, I'm pretty sure that's just the music in the store. They're not dancing <laughs> the music. Yeah, I mean that. What in the world? Yeah, I can see. I can see why that was awkward, dude. Like, and it I was feel like, awkward now. Like, they were just like dancing, and we're just standing there watching. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta get, I got a video of this number one, so people believe it, and number two, because I feel like if I just stand here anymore, I'm gonna like have a heart attack of just how awkward this is. Um, 
then yeah, I came back and uh, we started working at Big Fish again. I got Dylan to work with me this summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dylan, if you could describe your time at Big Fish in one word, what would you say? Make it a good one. I would say. He's thinking. Hmm? You're thinking. I'm thinking. Extravagant. Ooh. That's a good one. Wait, large? Large. <laughs> Your word is large? Yeah, well, the one I want to say is much funnier, but I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll go back to No, I'll say fun. Yeah. Yeah, fun. Simple, yeah. simple three letters. Just fun. Fun. It was fun. I mean, would you want me to uh, elaborate now? Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, so Big Fish. So last year, I don't know if y'all remember, the OG fans will, but I was working at a zip line, and Zach was working at Big Fish. And I'll explain what Big Fish is in a minute. But, you know, I was working at a zip line, so I was like, man, this is like an awesome job. At the time, it was my favorite job I ever had. I'm like, man, I'm 100% coming back here next summer. There's no chance something is better than this at my age. And let me tell you, I was making a lot more money than I made this summer. But it's all right because this summer I had more fun than I probably ever have. And so Zach convinced me to work at Big Fish because my friend that I was working with at Legacy wasn't going back. And then I was like, well, if he's not going back, I'm not going back. So I need something else. And so I worked at Big Fish, which is like this Christian camp, like this day camp, summer camp that lasts nine weeks. Uh, and... You just, like, hang out with kids, say funny stuff to them, like make them do push-ups when, they act at, when they're acting out of place. Uh, no, you just, like, make them play games and stuff. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And so we did that basically together. But, I mean, like, I was a counselor and he was a leader. And so we weren't really – we worked together sometimes, but we were more like – we were doing different stuff every day. Off, off the uh, off the big fish record, uh, Dylan did a lot of stuff that he should have got fired for. Um, <laughs> hold on, whoa, 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 wait, hold on, fired. I don't yeah. know about that. Uh, the cabin six, uh, the stick. Okay, well, okay, so we had this thing called the cabin six beaten stick, <laughs> which is really just a metaphor. <laughs> you know what? Is Malin awake right now? Was hold it a on. metaphor or was there an actual stick? Is Malin awake right now? It wasn't. It was a banner that was rolled up into stick form. I wouldn't call that fireworthy. I never beat kids with it. They, okay, until they said to do it, and so okay. I hit them with but, it a couple times. But here's the thing: like, if you're like, if you're like, yeah, we got this poster that sometimes I jokingly smack them with. That's cool. But when you say, "Don't make me get the beating stick after you," yeah, but they thought it was funny and they wanted it. Hold on. Oh, we're calling up Malin. Call my co-counselor. Right Malin now. was my co-counselor last year, and so was. I feel like I feel like Malin got just got a double dose of thirty percent off. Hey Malin, hey Malin, is it okay if you're on the pod? What? Is it okay if you're on the podcast? Thirty percent off. Yeah. Well, you're on it. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, so look, so Zach just said that we should have got fired for the Kevin Six beating stick, and I was trying to explain to him that it's a metaphor. For behavioral advancement, <laughs> and that it's not fireworthy, and I need you to back me up here, Malin. Don't say any bad words. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, 
I believe um, the beating stick, well, it sounds bad on paper, works perfectly. It's made out of paper. <laughs> See? Wait, wait, did you write beating stick on the beating stick? No, the beating stick was the banner. We just wrapped it up really tightly. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, was, it was the class banner we made the first, uh, first yeah. art rotation of the year. Yeah. See, we never actually beat any children with this beating stick. Yeah, we it just the, it, the the power of fear is what really got. Okay, it. wait, no, no, hold on, hold on. It was, <laughs> it's the it was the power of we, comedy. We wrapped it up with rusty nails. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't the power of fear. It was the power of comedy. Jeremy, right, please comedy. don't, please let me come back, man. It was so the kids loved it, and I, in in fact, the kids enjoyed it so much that I gave it to a child to take home with them on the last day, and they took <laughs> wait, it. Wait. They took it home to their parents, and probably were like, "This is the like, beating I'll stick." Just, I'll just aside, like we probably made like a one-off joke about the beating stick, and the children just crazed it. Yeah, it on was it. Really weird. Yeah, really. Like Malin was like, I, I remember how it happened. So it's like we we made it. And then we rolled it up to carry it back to class. And then, like, some kid was, like, you know, talking back or whatever. Or just, like, saying something weird as children do. Elementary children do. And Malin was like, don't don't make me turn this into a cabin six beating stick. And then all the kids were like, the cabin six beating stick. And literally the kids carried the joke. And me and Malin just talked about it a lot because we thought it was funny. And then our, our bosses made us stop talking about it. Uh, but the kids never quit, and so if you if you guys really think anybody should have been fired, it should have been some eleven year old child that should have been kicked out for talking about the beat stick. But look, man, I gave it to one of them kids on the last day. What'd you say? We never talked about it again. Like we kind of never referred to it again. But the kids were just going ham. But the the absence of the cabin six beat stick. Now the one time that I did reinstate it was on the last day, which Malin sadly missed. You know, she was having some. Lung issues. Um, yeah. And so I was like, or yeah, I was like, guys, it's the last day. So we, halfway through the year, we made a robot out of uh, Amazon Prime box, cardboard box, and called the Amazon Prime. And so we had a funeral for it. And I was like, well, if we're doing, you know, like, uh, What's it like ceremonial type stuff? Yeah. We gotta we gotta do some more than just one, and so we had a funeral for Amazon Prime after we had a moment of silence for it, and then we officially retired the Cabin Six beating stick, <laughs> and I gave everybody one last beating with the Cabin Six beating wait, stick. Wait, wait, wait! But the kids told me they were like the beating stick, and then I hit them all with it. You know, like <laughs> don't tell them about the backpack. Beating, it was like gentle tap, right? Not 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 beating, just a nice love tap. What? Yeah, okay. I would say a metaphorical tap. Like a metaphorical beating. <laughs> tell, we gave him. tell him about the backpack that you uh that you wanted to get rid of. Yeah, Malin, tell him about the, the backpack and then our plan to get rid of the backpack. We Oh we I think we recovered it for you, right? We did, but I I don't know where it's at right now. I did find it, but I think it probably got packed away. That's upsetting. Well, the backpack um, was, you know, the backpack I had to carry around, like, you know, carry folder, medicine, um, not medicine, like band-aids and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the third day, both the straps, like, completely broke and, like, broke to the point of, like, the plastic that, like, helped you buckle the straps, which is gone. And so, (laughs) 
the third week on or third day on i just dragged it and the kids would drag it too so at this point it just kind of became that i tried duct taping it that failed uh like one of the kids suggested hot glue um but it got to the point where i had numerous uh monster cans blow up inside of it (laughs) (laughs) um there was like holes at the bottom of it Uh, apparently at some point uh some of the kids say there was change falling out of it i don't remember ever putting something in there (laughs) i don't know where that came from but the bag was like so disgusting (laughs) it had like holes in it and like dirt i think there was a rock in one but uh we i wish to burn it but Alas, that is not going to happen. Well, talk, talk about your plan a little bit. Yeah, so we were we were going to burn it. Uh, and we were just going to burn it on the last day of camp on school property after the kids left. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was with Dylan. We were on the last day, and we were, like, going down to uh, another building to, like, pick up, like, a foosball table and stuff like that. And we were, like, we were, like moving it. And he was, like, he was, like, yeah, we were going to burn Malin's bag. I was like, I was like, yeah, well, we'll grab it, and then you can like come over sometime, and we can like put it in the fire pit. He's like, he's like, now we wanted to do it on school property, and I thought he was joking, but then he just like didn't laugh, and I was like, I was like, are you seriously trying to burn a backpack on school property? Like, I'm pretty sure that's a felony. It is, and look, so, let me let me okay. clarify. Right, Next, I stated numerously that we are not burning on school property, and we're taking it somewhere, but I guess he misconstrued that. Yeah, that's not what Dylan told me. Okay, man. You got out of my back. Like, I'm she's, she's, she's ducking right now. Okay, look. But you you and everybody else that I told this acts like I I wasn't aware that it was a problem to burn on school property. I simply want to do that because it's the funniest possible way to burn the backpack. And look, if I get a felony for burning a backpack, that's a good story. I will never get a job, but I'll always have a good story to tell. <laughs> okay well anyways um we're coming to the end of our episode malin is there anything you'd like to say to the many 30 percent offers out there before we head out um 10 out of 10 uh would would podcast again malin you are going to podcast with us again if you will we're going to have you as an in-person guest one day like we got to we will yes yeah, absolutely I'll we, we might even we might come to you. I mean, calling me at like twelve at night and saying, "Hey, where you at?" Yeah, I mean, well, it's ten thirty, but I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry if we woke you. Mainly, no, no, no. give one last piece to the peoples. Goodbye. Um, say lovey. Live, love, love. This has been thirty percent off. <laughs>